the wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Because it is given unto you to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit through ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to incense the nation. Victory. You're listening to, listening to mysteries of the now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Bible. I am your co-host, St. James, standing in for Mr. Powers this evening. And with me today, we have our illustrious guest and producer, Mr. Ramos. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, sir. Thank you. How are you, sir? Very good, sir. You know, as 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 good as you can be in these strange times that we're living in. But definitely, I say that you know, kind of tongue in cheek because we already know <laughs> what's going to be going on and what's going to be happening. So, so it may appear to be strange for a whole lot of people, but we have the comfort of getting the understanding of what's going to be happening and how things are going to be getting worse and worse from the Holy Ghost and Comfort the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Azadakia. So you know, right. these are things that when we see them happening, it does nothing but strengthen our faith and our right. resolve. So, so I'm very good, mm-hmm. sir. I'm doing very good. How about you, sir? So, yes. Praise God. <laughs> praise God. Definitely got to praise God, right? Absolutely, sir. Because he is our defense, he is our strong tower, he is our protection. So, Mr. Ramos, let me say, so we covered, we went, we're trying to walk everyone down a little bit of a journey, right? We went from the road to salvation to the grace and the crucifixion of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what that meant, and, and, and that's the greatest event in the history of all mankind. I was supposed to remember that and acknowledge mm-hmm. that. And that's how we have now that opportunity to, uh, mm-hmm. to live, to receive everlasting life. And Mr. Powers came with baptism. But now what's mm-hmm. the topic for today? So how do, we, how do we take this and just take it to the, to the next level? I mean, I mean, after, have you been baptized? You're like, oh, where are they going next? Because we seem to be going full circle on this right now, right? Yeah, pretty much, right? Because this, like, baptism is kind of off on its on its own. So people say, yeah, they they baptize, but really, it's more synonymous with with what being born again, right? Or the you know, born again Christian. That's a name, right? So it's just a title out there in the world, I guess, right? Is you you a strict born again Christian, and that's supposed to mean something, and it mm, is supposed to mean mm, something. Mm, 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 mm. But what does it really mean? <laughs> right. And more importantly. Why do you have to be born again? And why is it even considered being born again? Because, all right, okay, you know, if you want to just like, if you want to start getting really deep and going into our being baptized, being, being under the water, you know, being born, you come forth through the water and you, you want to start going into all these details and, and, and you know, that that's going to take us down a whole nother, you know, element, right? So now right. let's bring it back to, to the focus and, and just try to bring some uh, edification, right? And, understanding and let's try and take this step by step because uh, we absolutely do know that you do have to be born again mm, mm. right so where are we at where are we at what are you saying what are you, where are you saying where are we at today where are, you, where are, we, where are we going 
We're going to John chapter 3 and verse 3, sir. That's where mm. we're going to start it all off at. Mm. Okay, okay. Because we're bringing it right back to the goal. Right. Our goal is what? Get into where? The kingdom of God. Right. That's heaven. That's the whole reason that anyone is supposed to be in church, all of that, because why they want to make it to heaven. Right? I mean, yeah. that's the that's the point. Right. So, But what is so devoid or what is not known, what is not taught out in the world is that there actually is a process. You know, so that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that, that road to salvation. I mean, there's a knowledge of salvation. Right? When you, when you are, are baptized, there's, there's something that has to change. Um, and this is that whole process of rebirth that we go through. So let's let's go ahead right to it, sir. Of course, let the word of God speak for itself in John chapter three and verse three. If you can go ahead and read that for me, sir. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you see that right there? So this would be a scripture that many even so-called Christians or people that may be newly introduced to the mysteries of the Bible that they will be familiar with. Okay, yeah, I heard about being born again. But remember, every single word is, is very, it's important because it tells us, it, it tells us and it teaches us things. All right, so verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. So what does that mean? Unless you are born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So now Nicodemus has a question. Like, wait, wait a minute. How am I going to be born again after you are already here forth on the earth? You've already been born once. So how is it being born again? How can you be born a second time? Mm. So let's keep on reading, please, sir. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Yeah, so how is it possible? For man to be born when he is old, when he's already, he's not a baby anymore. He's already come out. So what, what is what is he going to do? Read. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And so you, are you going to be able to go back and like, like no, I mean, come on, that's a, that's a simple, you would think about it, like, how could you even ask that question? So no, it has to be something different. Like that doesn't make any kind of sense, even though nothing is impossible with God. So if we can't say it's impossible, <laughs> but this is not the process that is going into, and it's clear. Is and this is what our Lord Savior Jesus Christ is going to let us know out of His own mouth here in verse three. Um, excuse me, verse five. Read that, please. Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit." Hmm, so now it's getting more clear. Except to be born of the water and of the Spirit. So now, born of the water, what does that remind us of? Right, that's the topic we were just in uh, when the last show, Mr. Powell went through with baptism. Right, that's, that's, that's symbolism or symbolic of the baptism, what meaning being submerged or being washed of water or by washing of water by the word of God. So now, just like Mr. Powers went through in in. The baptism show. What was the title again, sir? Because I just went, my, my brain just went, boop. <laughs> we'll focus on this. I'm like, what was the title of that show again? Have you been baptized? Yes. Have you been baptized? All right. So now this is where we're going. So yeah, of course. So yeah, you do have to be born of, of water. All right. So 
it's not an actual physical birth. It's not another birth. It's not a second birth, an actual physical birth. And this is the easiest way, again, there's that symbolism to let people know and you can understand, wait, now you have to be cleaned up. Why? Because the sins and the transgressions that you're doing, that you're committing on a daily basis, you know, they make you dirty. So water is that symbol that it's a cleansing process. So um, being born of water itself, right, that is talking about the physical birth, Right, so because now it's talking about two, right? Being born again. So born of water, that's when you came out the first time. Because what do you where are you born? What are you inside of when you're in the mother's womb? You are inside of what? Amniotic fluid, inside of water. And the body itself makes up what is 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 mostly made up or has the largest percentage of its makeup is actually water. So now, please read verse four, sir. Nicodemus saith unto him. How can a man be born when he is old? And he entered a second time into his mother's womb and be born. Yeah, so he's, you know, now Nicodemus is asking the question. Like, so he does just, it's clear he doesn't understand because, no, obviously, he's it's not talking about another physical birth. But what type of birth is this now speaking about? Now there's, there's two types. Cause remember in verse 3, it said, well, except a man be born again. So you have to come out the first time when you're born. To grow, right, and then you also have to have what a second birth, or and and in each one, in order so we can make sure everything is in the proper context, and we follow when everything is a process, right? So just like when the baby is born in the womb, right, when they grow, when they're grown in the womb, and they're they're grown in water, there's nine months for the baby to 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 develop and then be able to be born. So that itself is even a process. So now. Even this this secondary birth or this second birth or this being born again. Now we have to make sure that we're looking at it and understand that this this itself is also a process. Read on, sir. Verse five. Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit." Yes, you have to be what born of the water. And of the spirit. Right? So now being born of water represents what? A physical birth. Why? Because number one, we, like we just mentioned, the body of the baby and the child in the womb grows in water. And the body itself is made up mostly of water. Right? And, and this all ties very nicely into the show that we just covered in the last show with Mr. Powers, where he was going through. Have you been baptized? Right when going through and showing how the water itself is is symbolic, and that baptism meaning what it means to be submerged and and you're actually cleaned up by the washing of water, by the actual the word of God. And it's that understanding that our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ, He died for us. He gave us that opportunity to receive everlasting life. So now that we have that, what is it that we have to do now? We can't, that, that, is, that isn't just it. No, no, no. All that did, like we covered in the previous shows, is let us, gave us that opportunity. But now we still clearly can see that there is something else that has to be done. Because it says, what, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
So unless you are born again, you cannot see. You're not going to make it to the kingdom of heaven. So now, going back, let's read verse 5 again, please, sir. Sir, verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. Now you have to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Read. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now a lot of people may say, oh, no, I'm spiritual. <laughs> I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. What does it actually mean to be spiritual? Right. Because being born in the Spirit, that in and of itself is also representative of a birthing process. As the Holy God sent comfort, the Holy Apostle, and your Tazadakia told us and explained so beautifully in um, being born again in the class titles. It's found on the comfortestream.org. Right? Again, it's titled Being Born Again. And then in Born Again Part 2, it goes to, and there's now even more information that we understand now that this is it. It's a process and it's two. So we have the physical process of being born in water, which like from conception until birth, that itself is a process. And now being born of the spirit, now that also is a process. And that's the process right now that we're going to focus on uh, for this show, Lord's willingness. What does it mean, mm. right? And what does it mean to be born in the spirit? Mm. What does it mean? Mm. Let's, let's talk about it. And why is it that we have to be born again? No, that's, what's the need for it? Because how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looks at us when we haven't gone through that process? Mm-hmm. How is it that we are looked at as the people of God and we haven't yet attained levels of mm-hmm. clarity, mm-hmm. holiness, um, just mm. doing right. Mm. When we're all caught up in the sins and the negativity, how does he? How, how are we looked at? How does he look at us? And that's that's a very important point of the understanding, right? Because it all comes right back to oh, remember we were in a dead statement when we were going through uh, John chapter three and verse seventeen and eighteen, right? Right after John three sixteen, let us know what did our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Actually, let's just get it. I don't want to mess it up. And we're right here in John 3 anyway. So let's just, let's just read that, please, because I don't want to mess up that quote. Um, Verse 16? Yeah, 16 and 17, please. Yes, sir. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Yeah, so let's, that, that again right there lets you know again, right off the bat that there's something that you were going to die if this didn't happen. But if you don't believe, whosoever believe in him should not perish. Meaning what? That if you do not believe, then your judgment is already written. There is no hope for you. Why? Read on. But have everlasting life. But, so, yes. Uh, that, the only way you're going to have that everlasting life is for you to believe. But now, because why? Because we were in that state of condemnation. Read on verse 17, please, sir. But God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Yeah, the world through our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. And again, this world, as we went through um, 
many times in some of the pre- previous shows, again, is referring to the nation of Israel as a whole. All right, read on. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Yeah, so he that believeth on who, on him is not condemned. I mean, if you believe in our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, you're not condemned. Why? Because you're actually believing on now and in, in, in everything about our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because that's the only sacrifice right, that God the Father would accept for the sins and transgressions for the nation of Israel. So now if you don't believe in that, and you don't believe in our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, in his perfect sacrifice that he made for the nation of Israel, then that gives us that opportunity to receive everlasting light. What type of state will we in? Read. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Yeah, you, you're condemned already. Why? Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Because yeah, you didn't believe in the only thing that's giving you an opportunity to make it back in the first place. The only thing that God the Father would accept as a sacrifice for the sins and transgressions of the nation of Israel, it was his, his own son. So now, how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looks at us now? If we haven't got to the point where... We are believing in Jesus Christ as the scriptures said we are supposed to. If we're not doing everything that we're supposed to be doing, and this is where it comes right back, Mr. Ramos, and, and this is where it hits, and you got to take that moment to just pause. It's like, wait a minute, all right. Am I doing what it is that I'm supposed to be doing? Because if I really believe in Jesus Christ, like we read previous classes, <laughs> John 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. So now, if we really believe and love Jesus Christ the way that we said that we do, then there's supposed to be some evidence of that love. Mm-hmm. So, so now, until we go through this process and bring it right back now to that spiritual burden process, how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looks at us? So let's go from here now to Revelation, the 11th chapter, and verse 8, to show how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looks at us. In the spirit, without the spirit. So what does that mean? <laughs> we, we have must to be born be again. Why? Uh-huh. why? We, must, we must be in some certain condition. Like what condition were we in? That exactly. Is it? Is it? This is how our Lord Savior Jesus Christ looks at us in the spirit, as we learn from the Holy Ghost and Comfort, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Sazdaki in the class titled "Born Again." Part two is that he looks at us in the spirit as actually being in a dead state. Like we are not alive. And you go through other scriptures in Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, about the valley of the dry bones. And it's, so again, it's reiterating that um, that point of how we are viewed in the spirit, how God sees us. Because the spirit remember, I, exactly, wow, our Lord wow. and Savior Jesus Christ, he is a spirit. So now right. is he looking at us as flesh? No, he's looking at us in the spirit. So how are we viewed in the spirit? And this is why we're going to Revelation chapter 11 and verse 8, just to make sure that we try to keep everybody together. And hopefully we still are doing that. All right, Revelation chapter 11 and verse 8, please, sir. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt. And so now let's start. So now let's read that again, sir, please. Now it says, and they're... Oh, yeah, really and their dead bodies. Yeah, and their dead bodies. So now, 
whose dead bodies right, is those who are going to be living and lying in the streets of the great city. What city is this speaking about? What city is great? We know it's being great in the word of God and great for the wickedness and the evil that is done there is Babylon the great. What is what is the actual present day city known as Babylon the great? It is the present day U.S. of A. or America or however the city you want to say is right here where we are living right, right now. Right. And I should say this is because we do have a much larger audience now, so everyone is not living just in, in the in the good old U.S. of A. as they say. Right. Um, but that is that great city, right? Babylon the Great. Yes, that great city. So now, says, and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, Babylon the Great or America, which what spiritually, so I'm sorry, mm-hmm. read that please, Mr. Ramos. I'm going to try taking your spot right no, here. No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. Which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt. Yeah, so which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt. So what does this mean? This actually means that now this is the way on how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is actually looking at us, right? At looking at those people who are in that city, in Babylon the Great. Why? Because he's looking at us in the spirit. Why? Because he is the spirit. Right? This is this is God that we're speaking about, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So how is he looking at us in the spirit? Is that this is just like Sodom, right? And this is just like Egypt. So now let's, we know those things make those are two very different distinctions, and they all all point right back to history. So we do know that there is a city, right? And that there's a city in a famous story or history in the Bible where there was a city of great wickedness. And this city has so many cities, I mean these cities, because not just one city, is Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And these cities actually had what so much wickedness that were going on going on there that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ actually had to destroy them. So they were burned to the ground with fire from heaven. So the way that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ are looking at it in the spirit, he said, you know, in the spirit, this is just like Sodom. Now, how what act got the name? Or what's the namesake of the city? Or what act is the name? That's the better way of asking it. What act is the namesake of the city? Right? Yeah, Sodom or Sodomy. Right. So, right. You know, that that didn't just come from nowhere. It's because right. this is what was going on in that land, in that area. That all this mm-hmm. wickedness is they were so mm-hmm. inflamed by the lust that they had that there was all kind of negativity. And things were happening there. And you know what? So let's just let's just go and just and just in case people are not familiar with the story, with the history rather, because it's not a story; it's actual history. Um, and because we don't definitely don't have time on this show in particular to try to go through <laughs> everything and go right. back to the, but we can get one verse, I think. Yes, sir. Let's get Jude, verse seven. Now, so Jude is one chapter, and it's right before the book of Revelations. For those of you who are not as familiar with the Bible as you should be. Right. Yes, sir. Read that, please, sir. Even 
as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication. And so now why is it that these cities were destroyed? Because even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, meaning what? They were all doing the same thing, giving themselves over to in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication. And we know that fornication or unlawful sexual activity. Read. And going after strange flesh. But what also is involved in fornication in sodomy? That's where you get all of that. And, you know, I'm blushing here. That's why I'm pausing. I'm blushing. That bestiality. You know? <laughs> if you don't know it. Just being nasty yeah. again. That's nasty. Just, yes. Thank you. That's a we're saying that because we don't want people to start trying to search what that term is. <laughs> Just being nasty. Just being completely nasty. After strange flesh and set a read. Are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So now what, because of what they were doing, how does how did God see that in the spirit? Our Lord can you see Jesus Christ see that in the spirit? Uh, he said they they were suffering vengeance of eternal fire. That was extreme judgment from our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ. And is it any coincidence that where in America, in Babylon the Great, what do you see right now so much? You see them pushing equal rights. Right. Nobody can tell me what to do with my body. You have all types of confusion. Mm. I, you can't even go. I mean, yeah, mm. that's a whole Promoting left show. and right. Promoting yeah. and promoting. And, yep. Yes, sir. Now, even cartoon shows nowadays, like, your kids are watching. Mm-hmm. They're being indoctrinated mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Transgender just, cartoons, mm-hmm. nastiness, all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, so let's go back now. So we got, I think we more than kind of covered that explicitly. Is, you know, how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looks at um, this great city of America in the spirit? He looks mm-hmm. at it like Sodom. They are, the, yes, they, are, it, they are spiritually like Sodom. Yes, sir. That was spiritually is called Sodom. And what was the other thing they were called, sir? And Egypt, sir. Yeah, so this is how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sees it. He looks at the Havilah and is like, you know what? Look, this is Sodom. I recognize this place. Even though he burned to the ground thousands of years ago. So that spiritually means what? how is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ looking at it? Mm-hmm. And it also said we're spiritually called Egypt. So now, how is it, again, how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sees the nation of Israel, because that's who those dead bodies are speaking about. So Lion City, the great city with spirits called Sodom. And Egypt. So how is Babylon the Great now also spiritually similar to Egypt? Well, what happened in Egypt? Mm, 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 mm. Let's just go back and just give a brief summary so that everyone's on the same page. Now, Egypt has a number of similarities with Babylon the Great. Number one, at their time, in the height of their power, what were they? They were a superpower. And when they were concerned about how large the nation of Israel is getting, what is it that they decide to do? That they mm. put the nation of Israel in hard bondage. Mm, 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 mm. So now, how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sees Babylon 
everywhere where they have, just like Sodom, where you had where where there are rights for nastiness and unlawful sexual activity, and it's actually given rights. Man, be like you have the right to be that way, and in the location where they put and took the people of God and made them to suffer hard bondage and slavery. Mm. The very same people. So it was a nation of Israel that suffered hard bondage in Egypt. And it's a nation of Israel that suffered hard bondage here in America. Right. Right. Yes, sir. And so for everyone that, I don't know how you couldn't be familiar with that, but that's the period of slavery, right? When Mm -hmm. the people of God were taken from the West Coast of Africa and brought over here in cargo slave ships. And that prophecy is actually in the Bible, recorded in the Bible in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter and the 68th verse. And what would happen is when Moses was letting a warning, he was letting them know, this, these are the curses. These are the things that are going to happen to you if you don't listen. If you don't choose to follow, if you don't hearken diligently, if you're not listening carefully and going to do everything that I say, what's going to happen to you? Then all these curses are going to happen. And the very last one in verse 68 is speaking explicitly about that, about that transatlantic slave trade. And how actually they had all of the tribes, not just the so-called African-Americans, but all the tribes were made to suffer hard bondage right. here in some form or fashion over in the Americas. So, yeah, this, so this is, you can start to see really quickly, how does it the God sees in the spirit? Oh, yeah, it looks like Sodom and it looks like Egypt. Why? He recognizes it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're familiar. Mm-hmm. But now something else also happened over here. Mm-hmm. So read the last part of verse 8, please. Yes, sir. Where also our Lord was crucified. And where also our Lord was crucified. So now what could our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be looking at in the spirit for this? So if we remember, what is the crucifixion? Right? The crucifixion itself is a death caused by pain. Mm-hmm. But it's a death in which what? In which you are hung on wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, that you are actually take, taken and nailed to a cross, but you nailed to what? Nailed to a piece of wood. Nailed to a tree, yes, sir. Right, and wood, of course, comes from where? It comes from trees. Yes, sir. Right, so what was crucifixion itself? It was a death. It involved hanging by what? Mm. On wood. Mm-hmm. And you can read that in Acts, the fifth chapter, in the 29th verse through 30. But for the sake of time, we're not going to get that. Yes, and what happened all throughout the South? Mm. Lynchings, everything. Where do you see the people of God? Those very same people of African American Indian descent. Right? All throughout the South is. This is all the treatment that the nation of Israel has suffered here in Babylon. Mm-hmm. Slavery. Like, like <laughs> looks like Sodom and gay marriage. And we also saw our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was crucified because also have to remember, but like, yeah, it happened to them. It doesn't, well, how does that say our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is crucified? Well, remember, how is it that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how does he view it? If, right. Right. You even do something to one of his little ones. So that one we're going to have to get just to make sure it is clear. It's um, Matthew's 25th chapter in the verse 40. Yes, sir. Because it's going to let us know that 
every single thing that was done is done to the people of God and to the people that God has chosen, the people that God loves. It's just and for someone to treat them negatively, there's extreme punishments that are coming behind that. Why? Because it's just like it was being done to himself. So this is Matthew 25 and verse 40. Can you please read that, sir? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren. Yeah, one of the least of these my brethren, read. Ye have done it unto me. Yeah, it's just like you did it to me. So the same way, our Lord, King and Savior, and Jesus Christ, just like how he was hung on a tree, the same way his brethren were hung on trees all throughout the South. And what they call lynchings and all that, it was just like it was done to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself. Mm. So now you see how everything just fits. So how is it? What was the very first part of that? And when we went there in the first place is Revelations 11 and verse 8. So and their dead bodies. So again, this is how our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is looking at us in the spirit. So now that dead bodies is actually the condition or the state that we were actually in before we were called into the truth. So now, if we are spiritually dead, what has to happen then? Then there has to be another process that's actually going to cause you to come to life. And what is that process? That's that spiritual mm-hmm. rebirth. That's that being born again. That's that process that it's speaking about. So you don't just get dunked in the water and your fruit of the looms and wake up and say you're born again. No, that's the, that does not happen. <laughs> it's, this is a process and it builds on it. So let's just get that for a second. We already showed what that these are the dead bodies. They're showing, they're showing that this is that this is the condition that Lord and Savior Jesus Christ views it in the spirit as in being spiritually dead. You know, how will they become alive or how will they be quickened, which means to be brought to life or to be brought alive or made living. So Ephesians, the second chapter. Okay. Yes, sir. From there to Ephesians, Ephesians, excuse me. Chapter 2 and verse 1. And you have he quickened. Mm, What's that say again? And you have he done what, Mr. Ramos? He quickened. Have he quickened. Now, quickened means what? To be brought alive or to be be made living. Why did we have to be brought alive and why do we have to be made living again? Read. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. Do you see how everything starts to line up now? And this is, I know, and I apologize for taking the long way around there if it wasn't clear, but this should be explicitly clear right now. Is why is it that there has to be a process, another process for you to be born again? Or why is, it be, why is there for there to be a process of spiritual rebirth? Meaning what you're being born again? Because how does our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ look at us if we don't have the truth, if we don't have the understanding, if we're not applying the proper understanding, if we're not living our lives the way that we're supposed to live our lives. He views it and it says what as we are spiritually dead. And what is it that actually made us dead? What caused us to be dead? Mm, right. Trespasses and sins. Evil and wickedness. All those things. The people in the churches 
and that your pastors have been telling you for years you know, is going to be all right. Jesus Christ already died for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. he did die for our transgressions. He did die as the ultimate sacrifice right. for our sins and transgressions. But that doesn't mean that you get to keep on doing that negativity over and over and over again. Does it mean you still get to curse people out and call and, and just be acting any kind of way? No, there's a certain in order for you to prove and demonstrate that you have that love for God, that you are truly spiritually reborn. There's a process that has to be undertaken. And then you are supposed to show forth that evidence by your actions. Mm. So now. The first part of this is the instructions of what are these actions that have to be taken. All right, so if we know that we were dead because of those trespasses and sins that we were committing against God, so now are we alive or are you hath he quickened, right, who were dead? So that means that we're now alive. So now what does that mean? That means that we are not supposed to now be in the flesh because remember, what was that first part? Remember that first birth, that birth of water, that's that being born in the flesh because our flesh is made up of what of the large percentage of water itself. So let's go from here now to Galatians, the fifth chapter. Yes, sir. And Galatians chapter five and just 24, sir. May I read that, please? And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Yeah, so now it means what did we crucify the flesh? So now what does that mean to crucify the flesh? It means that this is exactly what is supposed to be left off of us and be left on the cross, which is that part of that old man. Remember we talking about newly created, being like being newly created and having that old man that has to change. Well, what is it that was actually supposed to be nailed up there? That's that flesh, all those sins, all that transgression, the the desires of the flesh were all supposed to be left up there. Right? And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with what? The affections and lust. With the affections and lust. So that old man that was ruled by what? Just those raw emotions and that lust? Yeah, that, that's what's supposed to be left there. So, yes, our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, did die to give you the opportunity for all of those sins and transgressions to be to be um, wiped away. But now you can't just take them with you. <laughs> you can't just say, all right, well, now, now this same state, this same body, this, these, these same affections, these same lusts, these same issues that that we may have had. They are not allowed. If you really are going to be spiritually reborn, those things cannot continue with you. You got to leave all of them out there. Right. You got to leave them all on the cross. Right. Well, so you're going to say something, Mr. Ringles? No, 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 no. You mean, I mean, if not, then this would just be your typical club. Yeah. Your, your typical hangout. This is not a hang. The church is not supposed to be a hangout, right? Let's, let's, Come on, St. James, right? This is the, the, the house of God is not supposed to be something you just play around with. Or you just get to pass through whenever it's convenient for you. Yeah, no, this is a this this is this is a hundred percent this has to be a true way of life. I mean, it has you have to actually really change. And 
on that. Yeah, have you been baptized? <laughs> We're going to the road to salvation on as a knowledge. Like it's all coming back. If you're gonna see it's all coming right back to the same spot. Is you can't continue doing the same wickedness that you were doing before and still think that you're gonna make it. There is we can name the show Oh, probably 10 more different titles and still get back to the same exact point. Probably a lot more than that, actually. But it still is, it still comes down to the same point because that's the same message it was, um, as we learned from the Holy Ghost and Comfort Holy Apostle and Jira Pistas Doctor, right? It's the same message that has been repeated over and over again by the prophets. Like you, you, you get right or you go and get judged. And this is the choice that we make. And as soon as we are called into the truth and if you are hearing this show if you are hearing these words right now you are called so know that immediately right? if you can hear and understand this you're called so now what is that now what are you going to do with that information right 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 it's now right. it's up to you right are you going to write in you know send us an email at blogtalk at icgjc.org are you going to touch base with us on the Holy Conception Unit.org? You know, there are all kinds of different ways that you can get in contact with us. In mm-hmm. the line, you have questions, and then depending on where you're at, you'll be more than happy to pass you on to the local churches in the area to help you get as much information as you need. Because the, these shows, even though we're trying to put as many of them out there as possible, this, I mean, how much. We were talking about that earlier, right before we got on, right, Mr. Raymond? There's, right, right. There's probably nine hours, nine hours plus of DVDs and material and teachings from the Holy Gods and Comfort, the Holy Apostle, Chief High Priest Sasadakia, on newly created into Christ, being born again, and born again part two. Right. Just those three classes alone. So we can barely like get in, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and get out real fast just to try to give make sure that it's clear and it's, and it's a basic surface level understanding but now that, that there's so much more information because when it comes down to it there is no other way but the way that God says and and that's what's so important for all of us to remember it has nothing to do with what we feel and has nothing to do with our emotions and what has to do with where you came from or your background the point is do you hear it do you see it do you mm-hmm. understand it? If right. you see it, you hear it, and you understand it, then it's meant for you. Mm-hmm. 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 So get in touch. Let's get it. So let's get it. So let's just, just in case it's not clear, you know, what are some of those things that have to be, that are of the flesh that have to be left up on the cross? Let's just jump up to verse 19, please, sir. Yes, sir. In Galatians 5, Galatians 5 and verse 19. Yes, sir. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Yeah, so these are the works of the flesh. Read. Adultery. Hopefully everyone is familiar with that. You know, that's, again, which is, that's more nastiness. That's just, that's that's horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Come on, man. Come on. What's the other one? We just we just we just covered this one too. What's the next one, sir? Fornication. Yeah, fornication. Yep. There's more nastiness. There you go. Um, next, what uncleanness is what more, more nastiness. More, more nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lasciviousness. 
More nastiness right yeah, there. That's just being completely, totally driven by lust, man. You just some lascivious. Uncontrollable. You just don't have no control of yourself at all, man. No, you're trying to take every... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to take it there, sir, but it's like, yeah, on, we, 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 we can make, I mean, we'll make it easy for you, man. Nastiness on a nastiness level. You just, you know, uh, a can is, a can of Pepsi is not enough. Or, um, a bottle of Pepsi is not enough. A two liter is not enough. You just need all the nastiness you can get. You're uncontrollably, uncontrollably nasty. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. If, if it's not every hour, then, you know, you're not satisfied. <laughs> you're not happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. I got stomach issues. I got to go to the bathroom. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that complete list, I mean, come on. Like, how are you not able to get through the day? Like, that's, that's, if that's all that's on your mind, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You're not born again. Right. You're not born of the spirit. You're straight up in the flesh, still. And all you've done, by going to these places, so-called places of worship, is nothing but confuse yourself and waste your time and, and, and encourage you to continue to be wicked. But that's not what you're going to get on Mysteries of the Bible. That's not what you're going to get through the instructions, the information that we have learned through the Holy Ghost and Comfort of the Holy Apostle and Chief of Sazadaki inside of the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. That's right. Now, this is real. So you got to deal and I know these are some very uncomfortable topics, but you got to deal and we have to be real. If you're doing these things, then nah, that's, that's, that's not okay. Because remember, right. what's the end goal? How do we start off? Is You want to make it to where? The kingdom of heaven. Hmm. So it's, a, it's a very, um, people talk about non-binary. Well, this is a very binary choice. <laughs> do you right, do it right, 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 or you right. don't? You either change or you don't. If you don't, just remember, how is it that the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is looking at you, looking at you just like every other inhabitant of Babylon the Great, just like Sodom in the spirit, especially looking just like Sodom mm, and mm. just like Egypt. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm just, I mean, we can keep on. You can go into 19. You can go down to 20, 21. I mean, the, Y'all can see this is a whole list. And this is just a list. But I mean, the point is, is that we're supposed to be good. Right. right. When it comes down to it, I mean, let's get that. Cause that, that covers up, that covers everything. That even covers up the ones that people don't think about so much. James chapter four and verse 17. Sir. Cause that covers everything. That sums everything up. Gotcha. James, the fourth chapter and verse 17, please. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good. So if you know to do good, all right, so now what does it mean to know to do good? All right, this is how this is how basic you can really get and really try to analyze things. If you know it's good to say good morning and you keep your mouth shut, that's wrong. And how is it looked at? Is that he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not free? To him it is sin. Yeah, so what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Oh, man. Mm. If you know you're supposed to be respectful and you're not. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. You made that easy. You made that easy. You made that easy. That's not me making it easy, sir. That's 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 straight from the mm. word that we have been taught by the Holy God and Comfort Holy Bible. You don't need a whole list for that. You know that if there's something you're not supposed to be doing, 
you know, you, you can't do it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you know you're supposed to do it and you don't, like be courteous, be cordial. So you just got an attitude. That's the truth. That's the truth. You know? Right? Drop, if you, somebody drop right. a dollar. Somebody yeah. drop a dollar. It's not yours. Pick it up. Give it back. Don't put it. Right. <laughs> Don't just take it and put it in your pocket. You know, find a wallet. <laughs> ah, man, I got blessed. You got the license, the address, everything else there. No money, the whole thing. Oh yeah, the Lord bless. No, He didn't bless you. That's you being damn wicked as hell and being a thief. Matter with you. Yeah, so that's that. That helps to cut through everything, right? If you know it is something you're supposed to do, and you don't do it, the same is. It says to him, it is sin. That is a transgression of the laws of God. That covers everything. You don't need to have a law for everything. It comes down to what's your intention, where's your heart really at, and that's where that's what that's what goes into true charity, right? And that's that 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 God inspired love, where you're looking to do something because you actually care. You're looking to change because you care. You care how our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ looks at you. you care because you want to make it to the kingdom of heaven. You want to do these things. You you want to be a better person. So now you have to start to change. You can't say, yeah, I want to be a better person, and then you still do the exact same negativity and wickedness that you're doing before. There's no change there. Let's be that evidence. And read verse 17 one more time, please. Yes, sir. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. To him it is sin. So, remember, what was the focus again for all this? It was on us getting to the kingdom of heaven. So, this is why we can't allow ourselves to forget about this. We have to stop doing all things that are negative. Because if you know you're supposed to do something, you don't do it. That's negative. Mm. And why ultimately is it that we have to stop? Because we have to follow the example of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he gave us. And what, and what is the distinction that he had? His perfection. Right. Yes, sir. And we know that that's the standard because it tells us that in Matthew, the fifth chapter in the 48 verses, be therefore perfect. Mm. Let's, let's read that first. Let's go there first. Matthews five. Make sure we're not, we're not quoting scriptures and we actually make sure that it'd be, it'd be one word. It could be one, one, one word or one letter that's messed up and it messes the whole thing up. And it's important yeah. because, remember, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ told us in Matthew 4 and 4 about how important every single word of God is. So there you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Matthew Bruce. 5, verse 48. And we got to get back on the program because we already pressed for time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. That is a commandment straight from our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ. I mean, he is the God that created us, the heavens, the earth, and all things living. Do you think he's going to tell us something that we can't do? It's only your own desire to be wicked. It would give you the thought and the perception that you can't attain this level. As long as you're working, as long as you're trying your best, then that's what you need to stay in the fight. Because it is right, a fight. Right. Remember, we talk about what this being a process. Right, right, right. Yes, sir. And any right. fight, any fight. You don't need you fight. to be making no excuses to stop fighting. Like, exactly. You just want to give up and just lay, you know, lay down and roll over. Uh, so let's go from here to First uh, John chapter 2 and verse 6, sir. Yes, sir. Verse 6. He that saith he abideth in him 
ought himself also so to walk, and even so, as he walked. Even as he walked. So now what does that mean? So he that saith he abideth in him. Who's that him we're speaking about? Our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. So now, if you're going to say that you abide in Christ, doesn't it make sense? You have an obligation now to be like our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ? Mm. Or said another way, what is it? He himself also to walk. I'm sorry, let me, read, let me say that again. He, <laughs> he that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. So it's our obligation and responsibility to be like our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, fill them shoes. That's I remember this right here. You got to fill them shoes right there. That's exactly right, sir. Right? And, and, and there has to be evidence of that work. Remember, we're talking about this being a process. Let's do one more on that just to see. Just you know, First Peter chapter 2 and verse 21 through 24, please. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Read, please. For even hereunto were ye called. Right. Because this is the same way. For even hereunto were you called. This, this is even why you're called. Read. Because Christ also suffered for us. Yeah, it's clear. Our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ. He, he did he suffer for us? Absolutely. That's that's. It was a a death is caused by pain. He more than suffered for us. So what, what did he leave for us for doing that, for going through that process? What did we have to look at now? Read. Leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Yeah. So so now what do we have to do? We got to follow the steps of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Why? Because he is the example. And just in case it's clear, so what, how am I supposed to walk? What was the walks of Jesus? What is, all right, let's, let's get clear. Read. Who did no sin. Yeah, so don't sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. Don't be speaking negative and evil about anybody. Guile is is wickedness and lies. Read. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. Hmm. When he suffered, he threatened not. So now, that's a big, that could be a big problem, especially in relationships. When you think, when you get just... If someone's just going off and they're frustrated and they're speaking through their frustration and, and then you feel as if you you have to you have to get right back. But I, I'm pausing that because reviled is a whole nother like revile is like you just straight cursed out. Like that is that's a that's a whole nother level. Um like you just completely and totally disrespected. Ah, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ didn't respond that way. Read. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Read. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Yes, in his own, he himself bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That's what he went through. That, that suffering, that, 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 that torturous death that he went through was all because of us, because of what we did, because of our actions. And now that was going to be the only sacrifice that God the Father was going to accept that perfect sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. And now why does it say again, being dead to sins? Remember, we're supposed to be crucified on the cross. You're supposed to, you're supposed to leave 
that 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 old man that's there is supposed to be left up on the cross with all that negativity that you were. So when you come into the truth and when you really start to change, that process is you're identifying all those negative and evil things that may have been there for years and years, and you you're eliminating them one after another. Identifying and eliminating, identifying and eliminating until when you go through the process, now you're left. Just like our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, where you are ultimately perfect. Read, read that again, please. So I don't like that. That's, that's. Verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Read. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. Yes, now we live unto righteousness, read. By whose stripes ye were healed. And so by whose stripes were you were healed. So because of what he went through, all of that is what allowed us to now have that opportunity. So now that's again why this is what the, the greatest event in the history of all mankind, where we can't forget about this. We have to wake up and really acknowledge this. Now, now we only have this opportunity now because of that great and perfect sacrifice. So now you can't just say, I believe in Jesus Christ and continue to go about your day and do what you want. No, now you have an obligation. Now it goes into that Romans 12 and being living sacrifice. And and you see examples like the Holy Apostle Paul, um, right, of, of things that he went through, right? All going through now dedicating your life to righteousness, to doing the right things. And it's not like it's hard. It's just a simple decision that you make. No, you know what? You can do this or you can do that. And you make sure that you don't do the negativity and the wickedness. It's, it's that clear and that easy. That was it on that, right, sir? Yes, sir. All right, so now let's go from there to Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Sir, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. And what else is supposed to be left up there on the tree, on the cross? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yeah, so how can you be crucified um, with Christ and but yet still be alive? I mean, what is you actually, what what is left up there on the cross? What is all that flesh, all that negativity, all, all of that? Yes, you're still alive in the flesh, but now you're not, you're no longer being driven by um, that lasciviousness and, those, and all that wickedness, right? So you're crucified. I'll read that again, please, sir. I am crucified with Christ. Yeah, so Never how are you how are you crucified with our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ? Again, that's you that's that old man with all of that sins, all those trespasses, all that negativity that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ left on the cross. Yeah, so let's get Galatians chapter two and verse twenty. Yes, sir. I am crucified with Christ. Yeah, so I'm crucified with Christ. What does that mean? Again, that's that that's that old man. So all of those sins and trespasses that our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ that he paid for. Right, that his body paid for all those transgressions like we just read about in First Peter's. Read. Nevertheless, I live. Yeah, I live. Right, so yeah, you're still, you're still alive in the flesh, but that flesh itself is cut off. Now you're no longer being subject to the flesh. Read. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Yeah, so yes, you know, you're living, but it's not really you. Why? Because the only, because you understand and you recognize that the only reason that you're alive and the only reason that you're living is because of that great and perfect sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So how do you recognize that? And how do you show that is you have to change your actions. 
So now you no longer live into yourself, but now live into our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now you have to do what? Now you've got to walk in the same way that he walked. There's some more on that, right? Yes, sir. Please read that. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah, the greatest example of love, where he sacrificed himself and willingly gave himself up to pay for all the sins and transgressions of the nation of Israel. Last couple of scriptures is now this is uh, Romans six chapter and verse six. And then let's see if we can just get that, and then we'll go right back to John, and we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Romans chapter six. Yes, sir. In verse 6. Yeah, 6, yep. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. You see that? So how many different ways do you need to see? Right? <laughs> what is supposed to be left up there on the cross being crucified with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is that old man. who that All that negativity, all those sins, those transgressions that were done before, before you came into the knowledge of the truth, that's what's being eliminated now. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read. That the body of sin might be destroyed. So now again, because of now that understanding that you have that it was only because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because of his perfect sacrifice, you now have the opportunity. Now you change. Now you're changing and now no longer living to yourself. And it, that, that doctrine of me and it's all about me and what I want and how this and how this and how can I get this and how can I get that? No, now it's about well, what is it that Christ demands for me? What's the standard that is set? How is it that an Israelite is supposed to be? How is it that a believer in Jesus Christ is supposed to behave? How? And you can just. That you have to continue on that thought process to make sure that you continue to, to you're continuing to go through that process of spiritual rebirth. Read that henceforth we should. I'm sorry. That henceforth we should not serve sin. Yeah. So this henceforth. So, so from now on, now you understand how that now now that old man is crucified. Now you're no longer serving sin. Now you're no longer subject to the flesh and the, the, all the, the, that that lust and that negativity. Remember, we had some questions about, um, you know, you know, dealing on some of those things that are more sensitive with the flesh. Well, as soon as you no longer focus on that, and you focus on our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ, and what is it you're supposed to do? You know, those feelings and those thoughts they all start to subside. Now, if you're still sitting there every single chance you get and going online and looking up, you know, stuff you're not supposed to look at and things that get you all crazy, then how are you going to stop? No, it's it's not going to work that way. But you you got to step away from it. And you got to know and understand the things that you can deal with. What is it you're able to resist until your faith and your flesh gets, your flesh becomes to be, your spirit becomes stronger, a stronger influence than that that pull that's inside of the flesh. Because we're still in the flesh. We're not getting out of the flesh right now. So those 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 pulls and, and that wickedness are still going to be a constant pull and it's going to be a constant battle, but it's not going to be that strong if you focused on the spirit and the things that we're supposed to do. Mr. Ramos? No, that, that's exactly right. Couldn't say it better myself. That's the truth. And just praise God Almighty again for the holy God and come for the holy apostle and the wonderful understanding because like these these are things that the churches they never touch. 
Yeah, they may, they may have one mm-hmm. one scripture to begin and have the ha ha show. Mm-hmm. And that old mm-hmm. man is crucified. And then, I'm, mm-hmm. on, but, no, but what does that mean? Uh-huh. Right. No understanding. And you went home and you did the same thing you did every other day before. Yeah, so now what's the distinction? Is that we can, we have to be born again. Why? Because we want to make sure that we can enter into the kingdom of heaven. So let's go back now to John chapter 3. And we're going to read verses 6 and 7. And that should be it. We'll close it out. Verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yeah, so that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yeah, it's they're separate. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. separate. Right? So you have a you have a fleshly birth from being born of water. Read. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Yeah, but now in order for you to go through that spiritual rebirth and that process for spiritual rebirth, you have to first understand that it is a process. And it's all about eliminating that wickedness and eliminating those that negativity and continuing to move forward in righteousness. Now, no longer being subject to sin because your flesh is so strong and that pull is there. No, you're starting to eliminate all that negativity because of the focus that you're now having on our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the understanding that he paid that the reason why he had to go through everything that he went through is because of all that wickedness and negativity the nation of Israel was doing. And if you continue to do the same things that they were doing that caused our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to have to sacrifice himself, then you are not going to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Read verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So doesn't it make sense now? Why should it be a surprise now that, now that it's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said that we had to be born again? Because we have to be. We have to be a new person. We have to be spiritually reborn because all that we have learned in the flesh is wickedness. All that we've learned in the world, in America, in Babylon the Great, is wickedness. So now we have to go through that process of spiritual rebirth. Mr. Ramos? You you need to be. This is a need. This is not a Mm -hmm. want, but you you need to be born again. This is the only way to make it to God's kingdom, to the kingdom of heaven, which is when you come into the knowledge of God, you come into the knowledge of the truth. This is the goal, which has been here and been revisited so many times. There's only one way to get there. You have to get there spiritually, not in the flesh. You have to get there by changing your life becoming more spiritual it's beautiful yes sir well praise god almighty for again for sending us holy god some comfort holy apostle and cherubi because the only way that we're able to come with this content and to be able to bring it out succinctly is because he taught us so succinctly and he brought it out mm-hmm. so clearly that we're able to understand right. it and then be able to bring it back out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the truth that's the truth there are many wise men that you 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 actually went through some of those scriptures, St. James, and they couldn't understand it. But because we had a wise master teacher, the Holy Ghost and Comfort, the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Sazadakia, also known as Dr. Jermaine Grant, original host of Mysteries of the Bible, let us know on this very same platform. From the beginning, like you said, the message has always been the same. 
You will not make it until you recognize what God is actually expecting of us, which is a a, a spiritual rebirth. Beautiful. Yes, sir. And the only place you're going to get this and the only place you're going to hear this is in Mysteries of the Bible or in the classes in the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. So the one last plug, please reach out to us, blog talk at icgjc.org or the holy conception unit.org. Uh, we look forward to connecting with you online. Thank you so much, Mr. Ramos, for your time and for standing and being guest host today. Greatly awesome. appreciated. Thank God always for um, the the leadership of Mr. Powers, St. James, uh, the training that you received from the Holy Ghost and Comfort, the Holy Apostle, and Chief High Priest Sazadakia, and the ability for us to continue in the work um, that Dr. Jermaine Grant set forth on the planet Earth to teach the truth to our people and the children of God. Yes, sir. So this has now been a, another wonderful episode of Mysteries of the Bible. With that, I'm going to say good night, peace, and Godspeed to everyone out there. And it's time to change. Shalom. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. It's a mystery. Because it is given unto you. Read on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit through ages through history. Generations with knowledge made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, listening to mysteries of his life. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.